Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kreimer and our friends at Kreimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. Good to see you this evening. Hope you can hear us loud and clear. Eagle Country, 7 o'clock Sunday night. It's the Rev Show. And last week we started a brand new, some elements, uh, kind of a newer format for Lori and I, my on-air partner. She's done just really good. And uh, we've, we're learning, I think, what people in Eagle Country want to hear, what they like to hear. I think it's Rev 2.0. Rev, hey, that's a good way to put it. Rev to, uh, uh, my wife has been trying to have David 2.0 for a while. But anyway, <laughs> I think I, I think there's a computer crash has happened there. But anyway, we are kind of redesigning with some different elements now on Eagle Country, and it is our pleasure, extreme pleasure, uh, for to come into your heart, your home, your ear, and kind of speak into your life. Information that would encourage you, inspire you, inform you, wherever you're listening right now, we're, we're really incredibly thankful that you took that like the 30-minute slot to for us to, to tune in, for us to speak in. And uh, we're really happy about Eagle Country being a, our on-air partner as well. We love that. And we have in the studio tonight really the guy that helps sponsor and drive. I mean, talk about us not being on the air if it weren't for this guy. Mark Kreimer is in the house. And uh, you never know what we're going to talk about when Mark <laughs> is in the house. So uh, we had Steve uh, from Steve's BP and uh, Steve Sinoco on last week. Mark's another guy that I wanted to just let you hear from, a prominent guy, a business guy in the community who happens to be a Christ follower. Uh, similar to Steve last week, I think Mark grew up on the west side, uh, pretty much uh, like a lot of us. Grew up in a, a Catholic uh, environment, was a great foundation laid for faith in Mark's life. And now, like a lot of folks at Whitewater, have built uh, on that foundation. And so I just want to ask Mark a few questions. First of all, Mark, I want to start by saying thank you for sponsoring this show. Yes, thank uh, you so much. Lori and I wouldn't be able to speak to the audience we do without you. I hope you think we're a good investment, I, I, you know? Yes, yes. It's yeah. been a blessing. I hope so. So tell us a little bit, before we talk a little bit about what, what God is doing in your life, tell us a little bit of the story of Kramer's Beer House, right on 128, mm-hmm. started by your dad, right? Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about that backstory. Uh, my father started it, uh, let's see, 1982. I was a junior in high school. Uh I have three brothers, and uh, we all, with my father, built the beer house. Um, uh, uh, similar to uh, something me and you've talked about. Yeah. Uh, uh, people in the surrounding area told my father that within six months he'd be done. Yeah. You know, similar to stuff we've uh, talked yeah. about with the church. And, yeah. Uh, um, you always got those negative people. If you're listening to Eagle Country, let me just stop right here. Do not listen to the voices of negativity in your life. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Uh, it, let, use it as fuel to spur you on to prove them wrong. You know? So uh, if you listen to all those people, you'll never do anything. Usually the greatest criticism comes from those who are the non-contributors. Hmm. 
Very critics true. are rarely contributors. And contributors are rarely critics. So whatever you're thinking about quitting last night uh, it, or today, <laughs> think again. Excellent point. Because Mark's a good example of Excellent that. I mean, that's point. been years ago. And I, last time I checked and I had to wait 45 minutes to get in your restaurant, I, I think you're succeeding. Well, that's... That's a big topic of conversation. We could keep going on that. Uh, Shows the popularity of the Crimer right. Beer House. So you kind of took it over from your dad? Well, 25 yeah. years ago, uh, I was working in industry, and uh, my father gave me the opportunity of taking it over, and I did it, uh, not having any clue really how to run a restaurant. Um, and, uh, yes, um, if it wasn't for my father, I would not be where I am today. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. So he installed in you a pretty strong work ethic, I can tell. Your dad, a hard worker, too. Absolutely. My dad. A little bit of German heritage you got there? Yes, he had a determination that he would never, he wouldn't fail. Yeah. You know, that wasn't part of, that was never any, ever came out of his mouth. Right. And he instilled that in us, and uh, yes. Yeah. So over these years, Mm -hmm. uh, you've been serving food, and then our paths met. Uh, when we were just building the building down here on 128, mm-hmm. and uh, I would have some meetings at the Crimer's Beer House with people, uh, and we put a, a kind of a temporary office and a, uh, a rental down the road so we could kind of be established in the corridor here. And uh, BYOB, yeah, right? bring we, your own Bible. We did. Not, we had a class that here. started. Yeah, instead of bring your own beer, it was BYOB, bring your own Bible. We had Mark's opened us his restaurant uh, in the lower level for Bible study. I guess the first time I remember Mark meeting Mark, I was at a table at a booth for lunch in the Crimer's Beer House, and I was looking through these boxes of offering envelopes that we were thinking about using for the church. And I know some of you on Eagle Country say, I knew it. I knew it. It's all about the money. That's all those preachers care about. But actually, you'd be surprised to know that handling wealth, something that Mark and I talk a lot about, it takes a steady hand to carry a full cup. Yes. And so God has enabled Mark, I believe, to be a great businessman, just like Steve and some of our other guys, to be able to fund kingdom adventures and ventures just like this because of his business skills. And Mark came by and said, "What are that? What's that?" And I said, "That's a box of offering." And he said, "Give me a box." And I said, "Mark, I don't know if you understand. This is we give these to people. They put money in them, and then they're supposed to give it." He said, "It's exactly what I need." And I knew right then, I had a, a, a gold a, a gold man right here, not for the gold he produced, but the gold heartedness he had and his willingness to perceive that this giving and generosity was something God had given him to use, and so. He took those offering envelopes, and he's been pretty much given ever since. Well, I have to correct you. Yep. Okay. You made the statement that Mark was a great, Mark's become a great businessman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the things I want to tell everybody uh, as far as business and being a Christian is, is, you know, Mark's not a good businessman. Mark took on a good business partner. And what I mean by that is, is, is when you make yourself right, with your God and you start a relationship with them, I now have a partner named Jesus. I also have another boss <laughs> we refer to as the big boss that I report to, his father, and it makes business, it, it makes perfect business sense. Um, you know, one of the things that happened to me uh, through the course of running a business is, is you find out that <laughs> 
you begin to be put on an island. Um, what I mean by that is, is the, the further you advance in business, okay, the more you are alone, yeah. right? And through my uh, association with Whitewater Crossing, I began to build this relationship with Jesus, okay, studying his life. Um, you know, if we all think about it, he took 12, 12 men and he changed the world forever. Sure enough. So what better person to follow business-wise? Yeah. And once I start incorporating the different things that he incorporated in his life, okay, business began to to uh, become better. Hmm. Does Isn't that, that make funny? sense? So the lesson for those of us in Eagle Country is... If you're going to go in business, go in with the big boss. Absolutely. Jesus, even if, even you know. if, like you stated with, with, earlier with Steve, even yeah. if you do not believe. Right. Okay. You can still be blessed. Study Jesus. Yeah. Study Jesus. He'll lay out the perfect uh, a business plan for you yeah. because um, if anybody uh, saw what the restaurant's doing, you know, saw the P&L statements and all that, they would say there's no way this facility yeah. can produce what it's producing. And I'll totally agree with you. Mark is not that good. Mark is not doing this. Yeah. Okay. You know, I have a great business partner in Jesus. I, I, I pray I don't let him down yeah. uh, in any way, shape, or form. Um, and then also incorporating his father is, is I, I call him the big boss, meaning, you know, in business, we all want to please our boss. Sure. That's how we get our raises. That's, you know, yeah. and, and how do you please your boss? Well, it pretty much comes down to, to uh, 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 producing profit. Yeah. So the better I, I, I become at running the business, the better the business then can do for others. Right. And hopefully, you know, that's, you know, pleasing the big boss. So you feel like that strategically that God placed you in the beer house in this corridor for a distinct purpose now, don't you? I think you're figuring that out. Yes. That it's it's not a restaurant you own. It, it, again, you're a minister. I've told you this. There's more ministry conversations and activities happening down there at the beer house. He touches more people than I might touch as large as our church is down the road. He's just cleverly disguised as a cook, a business owner. Uh, we drew up Mark's uh, organizational plan. He and I were kind of dreaming together a little bit about how to organize in the church and in his business. And we put it right at the top of the org chart, the big boss. Right. Because everybody reports to him. And those of you listening to Eagle Country who run businesses or own businesses, uh, even if it's small businesses, l- include the big boss. Absolutely. And so you're fulfilling a great purpose of ministry down to that quarter. Mark's been uber generous uh, to a fault, I believe. A lot of employees uh, attend our, our church now because of Mark's influence. Uh, Mark and I have done lots of things together, small group-wise, and uh, he, he has a heart of gold. Not perfect. I think Mark would be the first to say, you know, <laughs> not even I'm not close. always like not Jesus all the time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, But I think his life is a testimony to someone being sold out to wanting to be like Jesus. And so he's been solving problems in our community before we even came up with the Solve 7 thing. And and that's been good. And obviously, I think God has blessed you. Eagle Country folks love hanging out at your place. I, I know that. Uh, so th- that's good, Mark. Tell me a little bit about kind of when you go through a, a, a typical work day, 
What are the things that God teaches you or is teaching you about being a, a man who has God as a partner? Those listening to Eagle Country, maybe we're not business owners, but maybe we're employees. Maybe we we uh, uh, you know we're married to someone uh, who is really hard worker. Maybe we don't even work outside the home. Maybe our work is kids or family, or uh, maybe we're full time students. Uh, what are the lessons that are transferable from your experience uh, that maybe you could speak into these folks' lives on? The best route is uh, to follow Jesus' life. Hmm. If we, you know, if we look at this, you know, whole life thing, you know, we're on a journey. And if you study Jesus, if you begin that journey with him, he will show you how to properly navigate, you know, through all the the, the turmoil that, that life presents to us. Hmm. I mean, that you know, that's one of the things that's neat in business. I mean, one of the things I've noticed in business is, you know, business owners tend to, to become arrogant. Um, you know, why is that? Uh, why well, is because, that? because you're the boss now. You're hmm. the boss and you control all this. And how many times have you heard, and I've been guilty of it too, this is my business and this is the way hmm. I'm going to do it. And, and, and when you, you, you start to really look at your business, these are mistakes that you're making. That this is not your business, okay? It's, it's God's business that was, was a blessing and entrusted to you. And you need to do the right things with it, and one day you will answer, you know, for what you did. So we're going to be accountable to. Yes, you're going to be his. accountable. I think that's what you've learned. And, and, I'm, and, and, and I don't want anybody to think that I'm yeah. there yet. I'm working right. towards this. But yeah. if you do not work towards this, okay, you are going to continue to have turmoil and stress in your business and your life. Hmm. I mean, you know, we are now. When I was doing one-fourth of the business that we're doing now, I had three times the stress level because of I was following what I thought Mark should be doing, and Mark deserves this, and Mark, okay? Once I got rid of that, okay, and start following what Jesus wants, what the big boss mm. wants, everything changed, mm. okay? Not only my stress level, but also, mm. you know, the amount of, of business, the the the... the we were able to do. Mm. Yeah. And so you're much more scalable now and you're able to carry that full cup a little bit better. Yes. I and work, then even entertain other cups. And I, that, I work yeah. less. I yeah. can actually now be a father hmm. where before, hmm. you know, I worked virtually a hundred hours a week. Yeah. 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 And that's and also know. that's also part of the relationship because, you know, one of the common things that I do when I go on vacation is I say, okay, Jesus, you got it now. Yeah, I and remember I one of the first away. times you took like a week off, right? And that's went on to her. Florida or something. And right. I said, Mark, you can so do this. I, I, I don't. And very scary. The, very scary to very trust. Scary. But you're trusting God. You're not just trusting no, employees. No, now. right. So, and I, 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 your family was like really impressed. I remember that you were willing to do that. Now, because I know you're not the highest tech guy. I know you weren't checking your email every day either. I no, I love the phone here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other rev show on technology that we have done. And uh, but yeah, that's hey, good. Hey, hey, Jesus just had sandals and a robe. That's he didn't right. Have a car and a he, cell he phone, and he pulled it off. Phone. So come on. You know, I heard about this this dad who had a son who had real long hair. 
Now, Mark's hair is not long. I don't have any. And he was always badgering his son, you got to get a haircut. you got to get a haircut, son. The son said, I'm not going to do it. And the dad said, well, why? He said, Jesus had long hair. He said, that's right, and he walked everywhere he went. He said, no more car for you. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> it, it, he had a comeback. <laughs> he had a comeback for him. No more car for you. So, you know, it, it is true. Uh, I think if you just pattern your lifestyle after Jesus, mm-hmm. it's amazing what what will happen. And that's what we're learning as a church this year, how to be like Jesus. So how to act like Jesus, how to think like Jesus. What Mark is describing are some of those principles. And it's stuff that Lori and I are trying to uh, share on our in this Rev program. We're really giving you principles that happen to coincide with the greatest leader, the greatest servant, the Amen. greatest person ever lived, Jesus Christ. And the more we're like him, the better it is for us. Even if you don't believe this stuff, I'm just telling you, give it a shot. You might be shocked at how much you are blessed when you give, when you serve, when you kind of say, it's not about me. And I, some of y'all, I know what you're thinking. You say, you know, David, you don't, you, I wish Mark was my boss. You don't have, I wish Jesus was my boss. You don't know who I have to work with, and you don't know who I have to work for. Well, maybe not. But you know what? It just may surprise you that if you're a faithful, loyal employee, you might just find that it gets your boss's attention. That Jesus and the Bible talk about how you need to be honest when your boss is watching you and when he is not. Uh, you know, wouldn't you say, Mark and Steve was here last week, some of the toughest uh, things that businessmen and owners of uh, uh, businesses and restaurants and franchises have is finding good, honest, hardworking employees. I've been told by more than one business guy that if someone would just come in on the entry level of a, a store, a restaurant, and be faithful and dedicated, they would be promoted quicker than they can you know, imagine. We teach them everything else. Absolutely. Isn't that true? And what did Jesus look for? Th- that's exactly and right. Apostles. That's right. Faithful, available, mm-hmm. teachable. Mm-hmm. I call them fat. Now, don't take that the wrong way. Although I have dropped some weight. You have too, Mark. I'm pretty good. Huh? Look at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I can inspire you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I've lost about 30 pounds, a lot thinner. I'm not as big a man as I used to be. But fat stands we for... We strong. We I know. I, strong. I got, I, we do. Mark and I <laughs> we said we got to go strong. hard across the finish line on the last lap and laps of our lives. Uh, but fat stands for faithful available and teachable. That's the acrostic that Mark is describing. And so uh, you can do a lot, those listening Eagle Country, even if it's at the ground level, uh, if you're just faithful, available, and teachable, our people would, would, would affirm that in your life. Well, I'm sure giving for you in the beginning is hard. I know for me, a long time ago, well, not that long ago, but a few years ago, five, I wasn't the best giver of my time. Um, of my money, and I started working with a lot of organizations that are nonprofits, the church, some other groups that we work with, and started giving a little bit here and there, probably like you have done over time. And I do find that the blessings came back tenfold for that. But to give of your skills, don't you help here with some building as well? And Whatever Dave asked me. Yeah. yeah. So it's not always for people your right, money. It's, no. it's your it's talents. Right. Your talent, time, talent, treasure. It's yeah. not. It's not. Yeah, Mark's built some great fireplaces here. We'd love for you to come. You probably see some of them on the Plan Your Visit page, but if you come 
Sunday 9.30, 11.15 service, before and after. Kind of check out a lot of the block and uh, work inside and outside of the building. And that's uh, that's Mark's handiwork. It's been really good. And uh, he is, and that, boy, that's a, a very astute observation. Money is not really, God doesn't want your money. He wants your heart. And whatever your heart is expressed, obviously, much like uh, any business, the church has some business components. We have sure. to stay Absolutely. in business. We give out thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars away. So, uh, but we know, need far more than just money. It's it's time and it's talent, mm-hmm. and we see a lot of that here. Mm-hmm. That's true. So Mark's pretty good with his hands. But if you ha- you know if you have you know like you said you experienced in your life you have trouble with with giving, um, you know think about you know some things and I'm sure everybody's story's the same just a little different. What I mean by that is is all the times that you know we we were unfaithful we didn't believe in God. Think about all the times. Take some time and reflect on this. All the times He carried you, that hmm. Jesus carried you. I mean, I could, you know, we could do a whole show on all the times in business, okay? He did not, and I, and I, I, I stress this, he did not let me fail. Hmm. I should have failed. Hmm. He did not let me fail. And then, you know, if we can go to a serious or a, a much more serious uh, 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 note is, you know, he went to the point where he was nailed to a cross, okay, to, to, to carry us, okay, to his Father's kingdom. So when you reflect on that, uh, the giving is, is, is very easy. It kind of pales that's in comparison. Easy. It, it's, right. It's, it's like you get to the point where you say to yourself, what, what more can I do? You know, what, what, what more can I do? I mean, it's easy putting money in the, in the offering. You know, that, that's easy. You know, what more can I do? And that's really, that's kind of where I'm at in my life. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, what can I do? Should, you know, me and my wife adopt, you know, a less fortunate child? Is that the way to go? Do I need to go over and do mission work? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where this road's going to lead me. But, you know, the giving thing, that's that's really nothing. Yeah. Mark, I love his heart because he focuses on Jesus and the sacrifice he paid. And that's near and dear to Mark. In fact, if you go to the beer house, not if, when you go to the beer house, and maybe for lunch after coming to church at Whitewater on Sunday, you go right in the front door, take a right, and look above the fireplace. Yes. And there is a crown of thorns prominently displayed there. And it simply says, the ultimate sacrifice. So... I think that's a reminder, even in the middle of that restaurant, to people about Mark's heart. And, uh, you know, when you carry a cross, it's different than carrying anything else. And the cool thing, he didn't have to do it. He did it for us. And I think that's the difference between that relationship religion thing that we talk about here a lot. Uh, We're forgiven now not because of what we did, but because of what he did. Right. We don't have to earn that salvation anymore. It was just, that's what grace is. Guilt is like figuring out I'm never good enough, never can give enough, never can serve enough. Well, you don't have to do it. You do it now not to earn your salvation, but to thank him for the salvation you already got. Big difference. Big, big, difference. Dri- big difference in driver. So I greatly encourage you to come check out Mark, his story, not only here on Rev, 
But any day that you're down at the restaurant, and I'm encouraging Mark to be there less so he can do more. So you may or may not run into him. You lot will see me there quicker than you see Mark there because uh, I'm down there a lot. It's kind of like my second office. Uh, but Mark also, he's talked a little bit about orphan care. Uh, we're in this thing called Serving Jesus Equals Serving Others. And today at our church at Whitewater Cross this morning, we talked about housing the homeless and providing help to people who, not only in Cincinnati, but around the world, who don't have the kind of accommodations that we have. And I know, Mark, you've been a long-term sponsor of children in Haiti. Yes. And you're still doing that, aren't you? Yes, sir. So I can't wait to get Mark down to Haiti on one of these work trips to build some stuff. They better be pretty good because Mark's standards are pretty high. Uh, But I I know you do that, and some people in Eagle Country may do that. And it's all about what we're kind of talking about here is solving the seven largest problems of our world. And there may be some people even right now listening in Eagle Country who uh, are, are, you know, really down and out. They're the last, they're the least, they're the lost. Could I just tell you, you have a home here. Our mission statement, we exist to help people find hope in Jesus and a home in his church. We love having you here. Jesus is with you. Now, you know, we got this new radio format, and for every week I want to do some bizarre, weird church story. And this has to do with sponsorship. Can't wait to see. I wish you could see Mark's face in radio. As I <laughs> I picked up this story back at, at, from Kirkland, Washington. These Christian students, college-age students named Jacob and Hannah, they, they were dating. They went to a Christian concert, and they decided to sponsor a child from Venezuela as kind of a new symbolic gesture of their relationship. Well, six months later, they broke up, this couple, and now the question of what to do with the child named Roberto that they sponsored has come up, and they're, they're, they're having quite a lot of, t- it's a bit of a tiff, a disagreement about who's going to take responsibility for the commitment they made for the child. So she, the woman, has asked this former boyfriend to continue to pay half of the monthly sponsorship, he's upset. He dubbed the idea Sponsor Child Alimony. <laughs> Sponsor Child Alimony. He says, we can, we, we, we can pretend we're still dating. You know, we don't want to let little Roberto know that we're going to drop him. What advice, Mark? Be the Christian counselor here for Jacob and Hannah. They they don't know what to do with this child they've sponsored. What Get back together. It's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen to Mark. He's been hanging around me. That's not like a Vaughnism. It's cheaper to keep her. You know, maybe I have to have Mark back for another show on marital counseling. And yeah. There is some truth to that. Lean into what you have. Absolutely. I've said to Absolutely. people. Yeah, that's, have, that's pretty good. I have a wonderful wife. She's yeah. hard on me, but yeah. well, you know, you need a little bit of that. Oh, Every once in a while, that. she threatens Mark. Don't make me call David. your pastor David Vaughn. <laughs> Don't make me call David Vaughn about this. So, uh, it's been great having Mark here. Great having Mark in our Whitewater family. Great having Lori here. We're he- we are for you, uh, whether you're sponsored kids or not. Whether you just broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Whether you're all- still kind of doubting this Christianity Jesus stuff. 
Uh, you know, sometimes people, I think, are skeptical. that Well, David, you know, you work for the church. You're paid to say this stuff. Hey, listen, Lori and Mark are not paid to talk about these things that are on their heart. They are fans of Jesus. They're followers of Jesus. And much like you, though far from perfect, we're just all trying to get into sync with what Jesus would do. And they're satisfied customers. So any Sunday, man, love to have you at Whitewater. Uh, I'm there a lot of the time, not there all the time. Uh, to speak. Sometimes I speak in other places, but as Mark said, it's not about David either. It's not the Whitewater Crossing Vaughn Church. This is Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, and he's the one that we follow. And so it's our pleasure, our privilege to come to you every week on Rev. Stay tuned for the weird church news from every week, a different guest. You never know who might pop up or what phrase our guests may use. (laughs) And uh, so on behalf of Mark, And Lori and I, thank you again for uh, another evening of Red. We will see you, talk to you next Sunday night. Can't wait uh, for us to share exactly what's coming up. So God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.